All right, sports fans. Well, 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 what an interesting day it was. World Cup Day 3. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, one of the stars of the day was actually uh, VAR, I think, and goal line technology today. It's been a growing trend over the last few years, uh, the inclusion of video replays and technology to help the referees make controversial decisions a little less controversial. Um, you know, balls barely crossing the line, uh, them actually being goals, and, um, you know, when players dive and make uh, fake uh, injuries uh, when they weren't even touched, etc. Um, so they're now actually using video to look at that. Um, it was involved in, I think, three crucial decisions today, uh, including the first match of the day. France versus Australia. Uh, this one, I think, proved to be closer than people expected. Possession of the ball was almost even. However, uh, France had a lot more shots than Australia did, uh, but Australia made a valiant effort uh, and hung tight. Uh, when I saw the lineup, I was actually a little curious as to the experience of the French team, and it turns out the average age of the squad is 24.6 years old, uh, which is really young. You know, an experienced player, you'd expect them to be more like uh, 27 to 30 is, is where the is the sweet spot of experience, I'd say. Um, inexperience may be starting to rear its ugly head for France. Uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Nevertheless, helped out by the new technology, rightfully so. You know, those were the correct decisions. Uh, they win 2-1. to one. Uh, Peru versus Denmark. Boy, uh, Peru brought their shooting boots today. Uh, played very well, except uh, they just couldn't quite finish. I mean, they missed all, all their great chances they created. Uh, some really great hits of the ball. You know, I saw some some long-range shots that looked real good, but ultimately Denmark uh, only had to finish once, winning the match one to nothing. Argentina versus Iceland, my pick of the, the match of the day. Uh, it was a nervy one for sure. Iceland played with the same confidence we saw in Euros. I mean, it's pretty admirable to watch how they just, they just stand up, uh, they play together, and they've got this just fierce look about them. And that confidence proves to be a valuable asset for them. Uh, standing up to the Argentines, and uh, Messi's woes seem to continue, uh, a day to forget for him. Missing a penalty kick that would have given them the lead, I, I mentioned his struggles yesterday, and if you're wondering why it is so, all teams have what are called systems, meaning uh, when the ball is here, we do this, or when the other team takes the ball, this is how we're going to react and get into position in a certain way. Um, when we get it back, we're going to do this with the ball, you know, either send it up the side or push it up the middle. Um, so uh, this is dictated by the talents a coach has at their disposal. So if you're strong in defense, you can afford to be conservative and let the other team attack more because you have confidence in your defenders. Uh, if you only have offense, well, then you want to make sure your stars take the game to the other team and keep the pressure off your back line. Uh, at Barcelona, the system there works so well for Messi. His goal-scoring rate is off the charts there. I mean, 0.87 goals per game for Barcelona, only 0.52 goals per game for Argentina. And, you know, at Barcelona, like I said, it works well for him there. Uh, it opens up chances for him. You know, other players take attention away from him, giving him more space to, to shoot the ball better. With Argentina, he just seems to have less support, and the, which is crazy because they have such incredible offensive players like Sergio Aguero, who scored today. So Messi with Argentina, he like I said, he just seems to have less support, and therefore two or three defenders can afford to step up to him from the other team. He misses a chance here or there, and then when the whistle blows at the end of the game, it's a day where Messi struggles. When the whistle blows at the end of the game, uh, it's just a day where Messi struggles. You know, even if he misses by an inch, it's still a miss. No goals today for him, and 1-1 uh, the final score, giving Iceland a huge point in this group. They take on Nigeria next, a, a very winnable game for them, as we saw when Croatia took them down earlier 2 to nothing. 
Another penalty kick in this one, but I think fairly straightforward, about as even as far as possession and shots go, uh, with Croatia just having that little extra edge of experience and talent. Luka Modric, the fantastic player I mentioned yesterday, putting in the second goal. He's the most capped player for Croatia on the current squad. Just a vocab word of the day, a cap means an appearance for the national team. So he's appeared 107 times for Croatia. That's 107 caps for Luka Modric. Um, you can think of it as a country appearance, so cap for short. Alrighty, let's uh, preview the matches for tomorrow. First up, we got Costa Rica versus Serbia. Uh, this would be the one to miss tomorrow. I feel I should say right now, I said that about Peru versus Denmark for today. However, that game proved to be exciting and full of energy. However, I recognize it's tough to take six to eight hours out of your day to watch all this great football. Um, so if there is a match to miss, it might be this one. That being said, uh, Costa Rica made a great run last World Cup, making it to the quarterfinals on the back of great play from their star goalkeeper, Kaylor Navas. His performance led him to become the starter at Real Madrid after that World Cup. Um, they purchased him. Uh, some might argue he's the best goalkeeper in the world now. They have a lot of experience, and the belief is there that they can do this. Um, Serbia also with some experience, especially on defense. Uh, but uh, they do have a wide range. A lot of players with very few caps. Eh? Anybody paying attention? Uh, between their experience defense and when Costa Rica wins, it's using their defense uh, not a lot of goals, I think, to be scored tomorrow in this game. I hope I'm wrong. Obviously, always love goals, but um, I think they'll both, you know, be very careful about it. Germany versus Mexico. This one is a very interesting matchup here. Definitely one I think fans circled on the calendar. Um, Germany defending champions of the world, and they are such a machine, just so well-rounded. When they won in Brazil, their coach, Yogi Love, who has been with the team since 2006, he made some interesting roster decisions. Um, back then it was including only one striker, and it was 36-year-old Miroslav Klose. And, I mean, who can argue with them winning at all? Including that 7-1 to win against Brazil on their home turf in the semifinals, which was almost painful to watch how good they were. Anyways, this year he has made some more tough decisions, leaving out some bright young stars. Um, but I think he knows what he's doing, and I've got my money on Germany to win it all again this year. Um, they lost to France in France in the Euros of 2016, the European Championship, but a little humble pie, I think, can go a long way. They take on an upstart Mexico side who always proved to be feisty, but I just don't think the Mexican talent is there. Brazil versus Switzerland. My ears perked up when I saw this one. I think it's a very interesting matchup, believe it or not. Brazil, of course, everyone associates the beautiful game with them, However, I think that the current squad of Brazilians, they have a little too much ego to deal with. Uh, Neymar is their star. He made a big money move to Paris Saint-Germain last season from Barcelona, where he seemed to be flourishing. Uh, but in my opinion, I think he wanted to become the highest valued player, maybe prove that money can buy trophies. Um, Paris Saint-Germain has always been on the cusp of being a dominant European team, but no dice this year. It resulted in, I think, a lot of negative press. Egos clashing, and apparently now he might want to leave the club after just one year, um, and he's recovering from an injury. Uh, besides him, not a lot of goals, actually, among the squad from the rest of the team. Only 72 goals from all the other players, which seems odd for such a prolific team. Neymar has 55 career goals by comparison. Um, the Swiss team, I've always found them interesting. Jerdin Shakiri, great name for a great player. He's a fun one to watch, fast and technically savvy. Him and uh, Granit Xhaka and uh, Lichtensteiner, I mean, they, they have 
great names, but also um, they basically have a solid player, I think, in each position. Um, and they recently tied 1-1 with Spain in a warm-up friendly, so I think they have the talent to give Brazil a hard time. Very interested in this match. My call for Group E is that Brazil and Serbia advance, however. I think Serbia will prove to be a little more consistent than Switzerland, and Costa Rica will ultimately pay for being too conservative against Switzerland and Brazil. Germany and Mexico are in Group F, by the way, so I'll call that one next time. And I do hope there is a next time for you. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Hope you're staying interested and enjoying the games. Um, Definitely a lot of great football being played, a lot of excitement. It seems like the fans are really more, more into it than ever, and I hope you are too. So happy watching. Enjoy the World Cup. Day four tomorrow.